Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Kevin Hart. In this basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back all my game tickets. Plus, tickets for 23 of my biggest fans to cheer me on while I enjoy the game. Find your seat. I appreciate the support, people. Eat that pretzel. This will never get old. Use more napkins. Okay, this is starting to get old. Say the tagline. Cash back like a pro. With Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for April 6th. A day that I thought we would be talking about in historical terms as crowning Gonzaga the greatest team in college basketball history. We'll get to that shortly. I do want to say at the outset, thank you guys for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. That's the way the podcast gets legs. That's the way more people listen to it. So a shout out from me to you. Thank you. Also, we will be talking about Sam Darnold finally traded by the Jets a little bit later in the podcast. I thought it was a good move. A lot of people disagree. Jets fans are yelling at me. That's what they do. Jets fans are clueless, idiots, and I'm sorry to besmirch an entire fan base, but that's the facts, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But first, we got to start with what almost felt like, to me, a Rocky Four moment. Um, Gonzaga was Apollo Creed, and everybody's hyping them. Oh, they're undefeated, and are they the greatest team of all time? And, you know, you just had Jay Billis on the pod yesterday. Talking about, are, is Gonzaga one? Are they right there with Indiana undefeated in uh, 1972 UCLA and the great UNLV and Duke and Kentucky and blah, blah, blah. And in comes Baylor 
as Ivan Drago and then just knocks them to bleep out in the first five minutes, and that was the game. Uh, Baylor, a, I don't want to say a stunning upset because you guys know I called it, I gave it out, I bet it heavily. It's weird when you bet a game. We've got my in-laws in town. You guys follow me on the gram. You know that. Um, we've all been vaccinated, so we're taking people in town. My brother came, now my wife's parents. And, and you know, I'm talking about in-game betting during the game, and my kids know what's going on. And then, of course, the question comes up, well, Jay, how, mu- how much are you gambling on these games? Oh, <laughs> well, you know, it's a funny thing. So I got a couple player props, and, yeah, to quickly try to change the subject. But I was loaded up on Baylor. I loved them plus five at the outset. It went down to four and a half, felt good about it. Easy winner. That ticket was cashed in the first five minutes. I think it was nine to one. And then Gonzaga cut it to 10 at some point, and then they got it to nine. They had a couple chances, and that was it. They never really were able to pull off the upset. And you, you know, listen, this was an awkward season for sure with the COVID pause and the bubbled up tournament and, you know, no travel. But it came down to the two best teams, Baylor, Gonzaga, what everybody wanted. And it's weird because everybody wanted it, and it was a destruction. I mean, it left you asking questions like, wait, um, if Baylor wasn't hit by COVID, would they have run the table? Because there was a moment, if you guys remember in January, and I know nobody remembers, paying attention to college hoops in January. Are you crazy? NFL playoffs are happening. And the question was Baylor and Gonzaga or the field. And Baylor was that good. Then they had COVID. Then they lose a couple games. The defense was off kilter. And then they quickly get it back and, and finish 28-2 and two with a beatdown of Gonzaga. I don't want to... You guys know what I'm about to say, but I don't want it to come off the wrong way. And the beauty of this, you can't, this is another thing that if you guys listen to my Saturday radio show, the producer, Gavin, who also works on this podcast, said, you know, Jay, it's funny. You will say stuff on the radio show that I'm like, wow, he really went there. But you won't say it on social media. And I told him like, yeah, that's a real thing. Social media is black and white. There's no gray area. And one wrong word and you're allegedly canceled and people come after you and whatever. Um, You can provide context and discuss things like nuance on a podcast or a radio show. So what I'm about to talk about, there is nuance involved. Just want to prepare you for it. So Gonzaga looked incredible, destroying the WCC all season. Again, I think they had 27 straight games winning by double digits. And then they run into UCLA in the Final Four, and they don't play any defense, and they win in overtime on a 35-foot bank job by Suggs. Incredible game. And, you know, you guys watch Timmy, the big white guy for Baylor, throughout the tournament just dominate everybody. Uh, footwork like Kevin McHale. And Corey Kispert, who I had seen on mock drafts. After I posted mine, I had him going 23rd. I didn't think he was a lottery pick. Everybody, after I posted my mock, said, you're crazy, Kispert, 46% on threes, Jay. This guy's a first-team All-American. He's awesome. He's a lottery pick. He might go top 10. And I watched Kispert against UCLA. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Against top-tier athletes, he didn't look great. And then against Baylor, I mean, he looked, I don't want to say frightened, but he just wasn't built for that moment. Baylor's got dogs. They got athletes. They got great defensive players on the wing. And Kispert was two for seven from deep. And he had a couple good looks. And I think what happens with those good looks is you're so rushed the rest of the game that when you get the open look, you still rush it a little bit. And... I thought Kispert and Timmy 
just were completely outclassed by Baylor. And again, I'm not making this out to be a racial thing. I'm not making it out to be a they play in a weak conference thing. I just don't think Kispert and Timmy, as good as they look throughout the season, are as awful as they were against Baylor, but they're not as great as they were during the season, if that makes any sense, Rob. I'm trying to thread the needle here. Like, I think Kispert can be a pro. Can he be Duncan Robinson? Maybe. But like, Rob, it's tough when Corey Kispert is like the number two or three option against Baylor, and then he goes to the pros, and he's definitely, when he's on the court, going to be the fifth option. And it's another thing when Baylor knows what's coming, and they've got two incredible defenders in Butler and Mitchell, and they say, we're going to take away Kispert, we're going to take away Suggs, and what else do you got? And Timmy just got, I mean, he got, I don't want to say ragdolled in the lane, but you know, his his twelve and five, you know, with five turnovers was not his best effort, uh, clearly. And the the big kid Thamba who fouled out and then Vital. Vital had eight offensive rebounds. He's like six five. <laughs> Timmy's six ten. Like uh, Vital had that dog in him from the jump. I think he had two offensive boards in the first possession. You were like, oh boy, this could be a long night. And and you know, I, I I, I, I do think Timmy can be a pro. I don't think he's a starter. I think he's a pro. Uh, I think Suggs, obviously, is still going to go top five. But I do believe, Rob, that this was a game where Butler, who's 20 years old, looked like a pro. And, I mean, you know, he hit four threes at one point. I think he was four for four from deep. But just a great defensive player. 22 and seven, zero turnovers. Mitchell, 15. Six and five controlled the game. Those guys are major studs, and the kid Teague, uh, another transfer, and that's another topic I'll talk about. But like, this is just a ridiculously good Baylor team. Three starters were transfers, and we talked about that with Jay Billis. We talked about with that with Fran Fischella. This is the route you got to go. You need guards, and you need transfers. You need those veterans, those older 21, 22 year old kids who can go up against the young kids. And dominate. And that's kind of what happened. Even off the bench, the kid Flagler, who, again, a transfer. He's still he's a young guy from, from Georgia. But this kid looked good. I mean, he came off the bench. His overprop, I posted this on the gram, was eight and a half points. He had 13. He had eight in the first half. So Baylor just beat them. That's what it was. It was just a beatdown. Take nothing away from Gonzaga, but clearly they are not in the discussion for greatest teams of all time. Not with UNLV. Not with Kentucky. They're a very, very, very good team. If you look at the last decade, Rob, I would say, you know, going back to 2011, are they probably one of the 10 best teams in college hoops? Yes. They didn't win the title, but that doesn't mean they're trash. You can't be 31-0 winning all but two games by double figures, and then you lose the title game by 16, and you go from awesome to trash. So... I don't know, Rob. Those are my takeaways from, you know, what's kind of a letdown, an anticlimactic game after just a ridiculously great Final Four game between UCLA and Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. I think uh, underwhelming would be the word I would use to describe last night's title game. But I will push back a little bit on this. And you said that Gonzaga cannot be considered one of the greatest teams of all time because of the loss. Or, or no, that they should not be eliminated because they still had a great season. And I think they did have a great season. But shouldn't then we argue that Baylor should be one of the greatest teams of all time because you don't have to be undefeated to be considered one of the greatest teams of all time. 
like uh, SB Nation and Slam Magazine had a collaboration that they put out, I think, before this last season started. And of their top five teams that they have listed, three of them weren't undefeated. And one of the teams that's number eight, which is UNLV, 1991, they didn't even win the championship. Well, yeah, so, yeah. They, they, so, that was the team that had won like 45 games in a right. row, dating back to last. Right, right, right. But Baylor, I mean, if you as impressive as Gonzaga's run has been the last two years, they've only lost like four games, something like that, four or five. I, I want to say Baylor's only lost eight. So it's not like they have in the been, last two two years. Yes. So yeah, so, last year they were twenty six and four. At one point they were twenty four and one, and looking like they were going to win the title, and then they kind of slumped at the end of the season. I don't remember what happened, um, but twenty six and four, and then this year twenty eight and two. So my math tells me that's like fifty two and four. <laughs> oh, sorry, fifty two and six. Yeah. In the last two years, or fifty four and six. Okay. So so just by that logic, if, if you're going to say Gonzaga was one of the greatest teams ever and they manhandled them, like it wasn't just that they beat them, you know, they won 71, 67. I mean, from the jump, they were all over them. They were faster to them. They, they were faster than them. They, they looked more skilled than them out there in a lot of cases. They, they made Gonzaga look like a, J, a JV team, to be honest with you. And, and I tweeted this out after the game and I, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. It reminded me so much of the Denver Broncos-Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl. This was the college basketball equivalent of that because with Denver and Peyton Manning, uh, you know, they were the team. That was the team that everybody was excited about. He had all these touchdowns, all these records. They looked good while they did it. They were blowing everybody out, playing the style of play that everybody seemed to appreciate. And then there was Seattle, and they were more rough and tumble, physical, a lot of great athletes, but you know, they're not they're not this team. They're not the Denver Broncos. Like they they, <laughs> they they can't compete with them. And then once they faced each other, same thing that happened last night with Gonzaga and Baylor. What you're like, oh my gosh, like the athletic difference between the Seahawks defense and, and and the Denver offense is just un it's uncanny. Like we we thought that Wes Welker would be able to get open against Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor, and he just can't. <laughs> and and that's exactly what happened with Baylor. I mean, Baylor, and, and I'm glad you brought up the the the, the Timmy part of it because I thought that was the biggest this you know the biggest uh, uh, difference in the game. You mentioned the twelve and five, and then I'm glad you pointed out the five turnovers because he looked just completely physically outmatched underneath underneath there. <laughs> right. I mean, he was getting pushed off the block. It, 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 watching him trying to get permission, uh, uh, position on a rebound and box out, it, it looked like me trying to box out Shaq. Like, like well, these well, guys... They, you he, brought he up had, a good point, but one thing we haven't brought up, Rob, how much did they get drained Saturday night going overtime against UCLA? Because I'll say this. I just looked this up because you mentioned the turnovers for Timmy. Against USC, a really good defense with an NBA center and another guy 6'11". Timmy had 23 points and zero turnovers. Against UCLA, 38 minutes, 25 points, zero turnovers. Like, again, I'm not blaming it on the overtime game and getting drained in a just an incredible game, but you just said it. Like, Timmy looked slow. He looked outmatched. Was he drained? Like... Did the weight of an undefeated season fall upon 
finally Gonzaga and 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 th- did that factor in at all or was this just this was just an ass kicking uh I would lean towards the ass kicking part oh, oh, for this reason and it's not to say that they, they weren't physically drained because I think that that's that's fair you know it was one of the most I think it was the greatest game I've ever seen played in college you know just start to finish the shot making the the, the back and forth it was great but Watching them, it didn't look so much that he was physically drained out there. It looked like he was physically outmatched. Now, he's listed, I want to say he's listed at 235, 6'10", 235, which means he's yeah. probably 6'8", 225, something like that, closer to that. Uh, Thamba, 6'10", 245. So, you know, he's bigger, he's, he's thicker than him. Vital, who, who looks like a fire? Remember, I mentioned that uh, the the UCLA center was a fire hydrant. Yeah, Cody Six, Riley, yep, five yep, yep. two fifty in 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 your programs, which means when a guy's listed like that, he's like six three two sixty five. You know, they try to slim him down. Yeah, they go the no. they go the other way. You know, when it's guys that heavy, and, and so that there's a reason why he was just getting pushed around in the paint. And that's something that is going to hurt him at the next level because he's not a great athlete. He's not a high flyer. He's very highly skilled. But you're, you know, being that skilled and not having the athleticism to go with it only takes you so far. I mean, unless you're Luka Doncic, I don't know how successful you're going to be not being able to to have any level of of equal footing athletically with the guys you're going against. Um, One other thought that crossed my mind, and I saw... Somebody put this out on social media that, oh, Gonzaga, they're the new Golden State Warriors when they went 73-9 and and everybody had them crowned as champs and they lose in Game 7 to the Cavs. And I'm like, eh. I I can't buy that, Rob, because... And and even to a little bit of an extent, your Seahawks-Broncos analogy, like, a little bit falls short for me because... I think this is what makes March Madness so incredible is that before the tournament, UCLA had was like on the bubble practically. They were right. They were on the bubble. They were in the play-in game. And how is UCLA in a play-in game? Well, their body of work was season was not incredible. But in the tournament, anybody can get hot. Anything can happen. The, the swings of Illinois. They look like the second or third best team in the country. They're right there with Baylor and Gonzaga, and they get knocked out in the second round by Loyola. Ohio State went to the Big Ten Championship. They're loaded. They get knocked out in the first round by, shucks, I forgot who it was, Oral Roberts. Two loses to a 15. Like, this is, these are the breaks. It, we, we've seen this in the NFL a little bit. And the Patriots were undefeated, and they go as big favorites against the Giants in the Super Bowl and lay an egg. Now, they didn't get their butts kicked like this, and the Warriors also didn't get their butts kicked. However, that's the part of your analogy that does line up. The Broncos, I think they had a safety on the first play of the game, right? That is correct. And, and from there, it was like, boom, done. And like, they never were in the game. I think it was 22 nothing at halftime or something. Like, this kind of had the same vibe to it. I, I just, I, I do wonder if they just played a regular season game when there wasn't a Thursday night overtime game right before it in uh, no fans or whatever small amount of fans there were, like, is this a closer game like they were supposed to have in December? I don't, I mean, listen, Vegas odds makers had this at five or four and a half. Nobody on planet earth outside of one guy who listened to this podcast a ton, uh, Tony, I'm sure you saw his tweet, Rob. He's like, I called this and he showed his tweet from like Saturday. He, he said, Baylor wins by 12. And 
I don't know anyone else on planet Earth who thought Baylor wins this by double digits. Like, did you? Like, I, I don't think that was on anybody's radar. No, I, I expected history to be made. And because, you know, I, I bought into the hype. I, I listened to guys like you and Jay Billis. And you guys got me all hyped up. This was the greatest team of all times. I'm ready to argue with a bunch of old fogies that, you know, this team is better than the Duke team and they're better than UNLV and they're better than old Kentucky teams. And then this happens. So now, you know, millennials such as myself look stupid because now we're trying to argue (laughs) that Gonzaga could hang with those guys. The offensive rebounds, 16 to 5, and they don't really have, I mean, Vital, who's 6'5", the fire hydrant dude, Eight offensive rebounds. That's more than all of Gonzaga. Now, is that tired legs from Gonzaga? Because Vital didn't play much in the semifinal. I think like 16 minutes or something. And Gonzaga, I don't know. They're starting lineup. Timmy, zero offensive boards. Kispert, zero. Like, they didn't, uh, their legs on their threes, five for 17. It's one of the best three point shooting teams out there. Like, I, I don't, I'm not making excuses for Gonzaga. Baylor was better if they played a seven game series. I mean, based on what we saw tonight, I think Baylor would would probably win 4-2. But that's not the tournament. The tournament is one game, and you have an off night, and you you, you have the potential to get smoked. Now, um, I I, I think this really ends the college basketball season badly, given the tournament was fun, and there was, I think, two buzzer beaters, one against UCLA that sent the game to overtime, and Alabama ended up losing, and then, of course, Suggs. But, like, this game... Never within eight in the final 38 minutes is a tough sell for like, that was awesome. Like one shining moment, I was waiting for it, it you know, and I sat there like a nerd getting all geeked out about it. And my my wife is looking at me literally laughing like, ah, what a loser this guy is. And I'm like, I, I just, I like it. Um, did you watch one shining moment, Rob G? I did, and, and you know, my first thought, and I'm sure most of America didn't notice it, but because I work in audio production, I thought that whoever put it together, there was something wrong with the audio levels. Oh, wow! I thought I did that, not that, pick that 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 uh, <laughs> was it. Is it Luther who sings it, right? Uh, Luther, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I, there's a couple I, I, people who have sung it. I don't know which one they used. Yeah. Well, whatever. It, the the singing came in was was way too low, and the the play by play highs were way too high, and so you know, it didn't sound. Very good to me. Okay. I, I will also say one finding moment is, one shining moment, I'm sorry, it is very exciting for me. I love it. I recorded it. I'll probably watch it again tomorrow if I don't look at it on YouTube. But it is a melancholy moment because the end of March Madness, you guys know, for me, my two favorite months in the sports year are November because of the NFL, start of college football. Uh, not the start of college football, start of college hoops. College football games that matter. And the NBA's underway. You know, four sports that I love the most. Maybe you get a World Series game in there if you're lucky. Second favorite month is March for the tournament. Uh, to me, it's a clear number two. And then after that, there's a considerable drop-off. And we're about to hit the considerable drop-off zone. You know, I know some people are excited for the Masters this weekend. We're, what's your Masters level interest, Rob? Uh, with no Tiger, like a 10%. Tiger, we don't even know if he can walk right now. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> yeah. I don't even know who the favorite is. Um, I think it's I, Dustin I, I, Johnson. Dustin Johnson. Okay, yeah. So Paulina Gretzky, her Instagram will be the highlight of the Masters weekend for me. I'm not, I'm not a massive golf guy. I probably need to get into it more. My kids have played a little bit. Um, I actually have a potential golf investment on the horizon. Um, That's just something rich people say. 
Yeah, no, no. I have, I'm not, I have listen, an investment I'm, I, I, on, listen, on, on, you on the You own a house. Horizon. I am a renter right now, so we, we don't need to go down that road. I, <laughs> okay. I rent currently. Yeah, you know who um, you know my neighbors are? It's some lady named Victoria and uh, a family with six kids. Yeah, also, by the way, neighbor, you have... My neighbor's, neighbor's not Danny direct, Green. Not directly. And, <laughs> just in the neighborhood. Um, but also, you have a brand new vehicle you just bought. Congratulations. Uh, it's a couple you. months old. Uh, I'm driving a 2008 sedan. Uh, with over 100,000 <laughs> miles on it. Uh, so like that's how I roll, renting in today, and I'd rather invest with high upside potential. At any rate, like at the end of the tournament, I just am like, oh, okay, when are the NBA playoffs starting? And then I started looking at NBA scores last night before I went to bed, and I was like, okay, the Mavericks are surging. Um, When's LeBron back? Like, what am I going to do now? Like the tournament really consumes me significantly for March. And I know baseball started and everybody's excited about the first week of baseball. I get that. That's cool. Uh, the stadium in Texas was full, but I just, there is such a drop off from March madness for me in sports. So uh, we're going to, we got some good guests lined up this month and I, I have a couple interesting ideas that we will put forth this month to keep the level of excitement popping post-March Madness. But for now, I mean, listen, the NFL draft is probably the next big thing for me. That's in a month. And um, that's a perfect segue to end the college basketball season and segue into the NFL because it's time to talk about Sam Darnold. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day, but let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. 
Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, the other big story in Sports Monday besides college basketball and the Natty was my guy Sam Darnold finally got traded. He is going to Carolina. He actually got more for the Jets in return than I thought they would get. Uh, They get a sixth-round pick this year and then a two and a four next year. That's not a bad haul. It's not quite what... The Eagles got in return for Carson Wentz, who got a two and a three, but the two's conditional. Nevertheless, uh, you know, I, I do need to talk briefly about Sam Darnold and the Jets. And I was leading the charge when the Jets got lucky and were able to land Darnold in the draft in 20, what was it, 2018. Yeah, in 2018, they get Darnold because the New York Giants decided to take Saquon Barkley second, and the Jets got what I thought was the best quarterback in the draft. I was not a believer in Baker Mayfield. I was not a believer in Josh Allen or Josh Rosen, Lamar Jackson, to the level I was all in on Sam Darnold. And folks, as a long-suffering Jets fan, yes, I tell the story every single fall without fail. My kids, I buy them Jets gear. And they say, I don't want to wear it. The Jets stink. Dad, why do you root for them? They lose all the time. I mean, my kids have only known the Jets as a dumpster fire. My young son was like two when the Jets were in the AFC title game against 
um, I think it was the Colts maybe or Pittsburgh, one of those two, but he was a young guy. He doesn't really remember that. And since then, the Jets have been crap. They haven't made the playoffs since that Pittsburgh AFC title game, which I can recount the entire fourth quarter where the Jets are storming back from a massive deficit and all they needed was one stop. And I was confident Sanchez could get them down the field against what seemed like a tired Pittsburgh defense and alas, Ben Roethlisberger and that offense, Jay, got like three first downs on the final drive, and um, it was curtains. And the Jets haven't been the same since. They tried Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it's just been it's been garbage. And I thought Darnold was going to change that. The problem is they paired him after they fired Todd Bowles with Adam Gaze. And, you know, I fell for the Adam Gaze shtick. And why? And people ask me this so often because I get killed on social media. Oh, you liked Adam Gaze. Well, yeah, no shit I liked Adam Gaze. Peyton Manning! One of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history comes out and says, Adam Gaze is a great coach. He helped me throw 55 touchdown passes. You know, pretty clearly Adam Gaze didn't help Peyton for squat in Denver. And Adam Gaze comes out. He was okay in Miami as a head coach. The problem is the locker room hated him, and I didn't realize that because they had won, and he got them to the playoffs, even though the starter, Tannehill, had gotten hurt. Gaze was able to get them. By the way, Tannehill had his best year in Miami with Gaze. Um, they had, I think it was Matt Moore got them to the playoffs, and they lose to Pittsburgh. But he got to the playoffs. But I, what I was unaware of was behind the scenes in Miami, Gaze was awful in the locker room. And none of that had really come out. There was some bubbling up of it, but I was blinded by Peyton Manning gave him the stamp of approval. And so Gaze, uh, and I'll never forget his first game against Buffalo. The season opener. They're leading Buffalo 16-0. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to the playoffs. 16-0. And I'll never forget this. C.J. Mosley, the Jets linebacker who they had just signed from Baltimore, was having a great game. He gets injured in like the third or fourth quarter. And the Jets' defense could not get a stop the rest of the way. The Bills score 17 straight, win 17-60. Just a gut punch for the Jets. And then the injuries start mounting. Gaze starts feuding with Le'Veon Bell and basically everyone else. And the Jets are total garbage. And a lot of people said, fire Gaze. I said, yeah, you got to give him another chance. You don't want to give Sam Darnold three coaches in three years. But in hindsight, it might have worked. Because Sam Darnold never really had a fair shake in New York. They tried, but there was too much change around him. The GM who drafted Darnold did not last. Okay. And neither did Todd Bowles. So they bring in Gaze. They bring in a new GM. All this change in the front office swirling around like there's just no way that anybody could be successful with that much change. And then you look at the weapons. They're like, oh, well, you know, they got him, Le'Veon Bell. A running back? And Le'Veon Bell, by the way, after that year off in Pittsburgh, gosh, he looked terrible. And I don't want to hear, oh, it was the Jets because then he goes to KC and like basically did nothing. You know, I don't even know if he was active for the Super Bowl. Um, I'd have to go back and check. But bottom line, it just didn't work out for Darnold. Now, I think he can thrive in Carolina. I do think he can. Carolina has, obviously, a good running back in McCaffrey. They they lost Curtis Samuel, but they bring back Robbie Anderson. They've got one of the best young offensive coordinators in the league in Joe Brady, who, of course, was in LSU with Joe Burrow. They have a eight, the eighth pick in the draft, which a lot of people had— you know, pegged a quarterback to go there. I don't think that's going to be the move now. 
you know, uh, I don't know if Darnold is long for Carolina, but they picked up his fifth-year option, so they're going to have him for two years. And remember this, Matt Rule was nearly named the Jets coach. But then there was that issue with, hey, uh, I want to bring in my staff. And they were like, "Uh uh-uh, you know, you've got a college uh, background. We need to bring in some professional coaches as your assistants. And he's like, yeah, that's not going to work. So then the Jets had to settle for gays. Joe Brady is a really good offensive coordinator. Matt Rule clearly likes the cut of Sam Darnold's jib because he was ready to coach him in New York. And I do believe this is going to be a bet on team. File this away. I'm going to be doing a lot of gambling stuff this summer for Fox, as I did last summer. And we correctly identified the teams you wanted to bet on. And I'm telling you right now, this Carolina team is going to be a bet on team. Okay, Teddy Bridgewater was okay early, fizzled out, and down the stretch they were a train wreck. But that's fine because they got a high draft pick. The weapons are in place. And... The defense started to improve late in the season. So I, I, I'm bullish on Carolina. Uh, I don't think they're a playoff team. I, I think if everything shook out right there, there's a chance. I mean, anything's possible. Every year, somebody goes from the cellar um, it, it, to to the playoffs. I think that's a thing like nine out of the last 10 years, someone's gone from last place to the playoffs. And remember, hey, Drew Brees is gone from the Saints. So uh, we don't know what's going on with Atlanta. Like there is, there are some openings for Carolina. I think they'll be better. I think they'll sniff 500, and I think Darnold's got a really good chance. And you know what people are going to say? Oh, the Jets are stupid. They gave up on Darnold. No, 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 no. I want to nip this in the bud right now. The Jets had to move on from Sam Darnold. They had to. Otherwise, they would have had to pay him. And then your your response to that is, well, if he's good and they pay him. What's the big deal? Well, that's a gigantic if, okay? If you pay him. And by the way, like I said, the GM did not, repeat, did not draft Arnold. The new coach, Robert Salah from the 49ers, he had no input on the Darnold decision. You've now got a GM and a coach on the same page. It's pretty clear they like Zach Wilson a lot. And he's going to be the guy. It's tough for any quarterback to have his coach or his um, sensei, if you will, uh, his guru who drafts him, stick up from in the locker in the in the film room and in the front office when he's like, "Ah, this ain't my guy. I'm not going down swinging with somebody else's guy." And I do need to remind you, Sam Darnold has been very bad in New York for three straight years. As much as there's the upside, and hey, it was great at USC. Remember that Penn State game? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's all true. But the facts are also that Sam Darnold was the lowest rated quarterback in the NFL over the last three years. Period. Hard stop. He started 38 games. There is a body of work that says, huh, Sam Darnold makes a lot of bad mistakes. And sure, there is upside, but can you think of a game where he elevated the play of everyone around him? I mean, folks... He had 12 starts last year, and I know they were very bad. He didn't have one fourth quarter comeback, not one. Like, that's really bad. Every every quarterback has one game, two games where they make a comeback. Darnold had, I think, three the year prior. He didn't have one last year. I mean, it was a fait accompli. You know, the the head coach was 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 a dead man walking. The Jets were essentially tanking. I mean, hell, Joe Flacco is the one who cost them Trevor Lawrence with that win, you know? I I don't know. I, all I'll say is Sam Darnold's got a chance to be 
to be good in Carolina. I'm not ready to say he's going to be special. He's going to have a chance, okay? And he's going to have a bit of a chip on his shoulder. And, yeah, I think he'll do fine. The big question now for the Jets is, okay, what are we going to do with these draft picks? Because it's pretty clear that Zach Wilson's the guy and he's going to be the starter from day one, which I'm fine with. The Mormon Mahomes, by the way, that's totally sticking. I said it on the herd, I think a month ago. And again, I had heard it somewhere, but I wasn't the originator of the Mormon Mahomes. And now everybody loves the Mormon Mahomes is like his nickname. Somebody tried to sell me on Zach's Fifth Avenue. And I was like, no, not very cool. The Mormon Mahomes is just money. And you're going to need, I had a buddy texting me who's a hardcore Jets fan. We actually watched that Pittsburgh Jets AFC title game together um, back in Pennsylvania. And he said, well, we got to get a veteran. You know, Zach Wilson, I don't know. Maybe a lot of these recent top 10 picks have, uh, you know, not started. I mean, Baker Mayfield didn't start game one. Okay. Herbert last year did not start. Tua did not start. I know Tua was kind of injured. Um, Lamar Jackson did not start. Like a lot of these rookies don't come out of the gate starting. It's just how it is. So the idea of Zach Wilson not starting right now is off the table. I don't believe Teddy Bridgewater is an option. It sounds like he's going to probably end up going to Denver to compete with Drew Locke. The new Broncos GM spent a lot of time in Minnesota, was there when they drafted Teddy Bridgewater. So it seems like Bridgewater will be headed to Denver, which leaves perhaps Alex Smith as an option. In New York now, Alex Smith is a really good story, and he played well last year. Health-wise, I whew, I don't know. Um, listen, he, he's been around Mahomes, which is interesting, in KC. And now Zach Wilson, again, I'm not comparing Zach Wilson to Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Some of the characteristics and traits are similar. Uh, that's about all that's similar right now. Um but yeah, I think Alex Smith is certainly a veteran option for the Jets because um, they're going to need a veteran quarterback. But overall, listen, the Sam Darnold era started with, oh my gosh, the fanfare was ridiculous. And it ended with a whimper. And he's gone now, and I think he'll do well in Carolina. I do I do think that. And again, when he does well in Carolina, don't say, the Jets were stupid, they gave up on him. No, no, that's not how it works. It's just, it's that's not how it works. They had a 38 Game sample size. 38 starts for Sam Darnold. And then the GM who did not draft him said, you know what? We're going we're gonna to move on. I'm going to get my guy in here. They got a new head coach. It's a new direction for the Jets. So don't kill him when Darnold does well. Obviously, we'll be doing much, much more on the NFL draft. And as a matter of fact, we have a guest coming up this week. Not draft-wise, but he wrote an NFL book that's coming out. And obviously, it's going to make waves. We will talk to him later this week. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything. Even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the 
the owner of a red sedan, please visit Guest Services. Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. 